Next on BYU Sports Nation, preseason hype, projections, prognostication. What's the point? BYU football on topic from a national magazine standpoint. Where the Cougars rank in the latest publications, and do you even really care about it? Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Plus, former NFL guy and BYU linebacker great David Nixon tells us why it matters to him now. Did it matter to him as a player? Jerem's mustache is still growing. Let it Let's grow. go. Let it grow. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. That was nice, man. Let it grow. Well, let it grow. Well, that's let it go. I was singing from the Lorax. <laughs> let it grow at the end of that. I watched that yesterday with my now one-year-old. Celebrated her birthday on Saturday. Happy birthday to Vena Jordan. Yeah, it was exciting. Welcome into BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We are simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Tuesday, May 27th, my name is Spencer Linton, and I am teamed up with Nacho Libre's mustache buddy, Jerem Jordan. (laughs) I do like that movie. (laughs) BYU alum Jared Hess, represent. Absolutely. Wherever and however. Hashtag, I hate all the orphans (laughs) in the whole world. (laughs) I don't really think that. That's another quote. I ate some bugs. <laughs> I ate some leaves. Okay. Some grass, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ate some grass. That's, yeah. that's right. It sets up the next one. Uh, wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. So we... Uh... Incarnacion! Yeah. Oh, I'm really energized so post-Memorial Day. I had Friday off, so I have like a lot of pent-up energy. Friday off, Monday off. Yeah. No, well, no, not really, but been in a way. Yeah, I had Monday off. Yeah. There was, I didn't... Come to work yesterday. There was a best of show. <laughs> for me, well, I painted all day. Not really. I, I did write a report for my sister-in-law, though. I hope she gets an A on it. Sorry, you you gave her an improper benefit? <laughs> no, look, we saying? worked on it together. Oh, we, okay. we worked on it together. I just want to make sure you're in line with whatever obligations you have. I hope you get an A. That's all I'll say. So, listen, we had a promotional shoot on Friday uh, for BYU Sports Nation. And, Jerem, I mean, he really really stepped it up for this like on friday yeah yeah take a look i was like i was gone what are you talking about jerem on uh, uh, nice this was the picture is on twitter jerem has a uh i don't know what to call that mustache obviously we can we can compare that to yosemite sam maybe a yosemite sam mustache I listen. I wish I could do that i'm not capable (laughs) of such greatness i have some cat whiskers going on i hope that (laughs) There's no milk on my lips because they might get wiped off. That is, there's super zoom just a second ago on the nice thing about the weekend was some of the blonde ones came out that are like, (laughs) we're suppressed here from the fact that you work at BYU and you don't grow facial hair, and that's fine. I accept that fact, you know. But it's it's nice to have a little more growth up here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. You don't have it. Nope, I've shaved. Okay, you should grow that out a little longer. Varmint. Oh, varmint. (laughs) It'll be at least a few more days. I can guarantee that. (laughs) Awesome. I took I took my BYU ID picture last summer when I had this going post. Why did you do that? Uh, ber- because I was gone for like 10 days, a couple of weekends, holiday, whatnot, for uh, paternity leave. And I had time to actually, you know, some grow, of the blondies out. came out. Yeah, that's when you know it's good. <laughs> Enough about my mustache. The, the, let's talk, let's talk about blondies. sports, dude. 
Hey, join our conversation using the hashtag BYUSN. You can talk about Jerem's mustache if you want. That's whatever. not as interesting as college football. Link up I'll across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's Twitter question. Oh, by the way, we do talk about sports. You're right. Yeah. Do preseason college football projections matter to you? Why or why not? Weigh in using hashtag BYUSN. We'll discuss this at length in a moment. But they matter to me. I'll tell you why in a moment. That's, an, I, I under, that's a major understatement. I love it. For Jim. I love it. <laughs> Listen to BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live weekdays on BYU TV and or BYUtv.org. Enough mustache talk. That's time right. to rise and shout on a Tuesday. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Preseason projections, predictions, and prognostication. What's the importance of it? Is it important at all? Within college football, do these things matter? And the answer is a resounding yes. Yeah. Absolutely it matters. It's the court of public opinion, as Jerem likes to call it. Explain that dynamic. What do you mean when you say this is the court of public opinion? Uh, I think that I think that preseason prognostications, whether you're watching college football live on ESPN or reading any of these magazines, you know, I've purchased Athlon, uh, Sporting News, uh, Lindy's is out, but it hasn't arrived at my house. Phil Steele will arrive soon. These shape public opinion or perception of BYU. That is the key. Yes. And on this show, we'd like to look at it from a national scope of how BYU is perceived nationally. Are they relevant? Are they doing things that matter? And the answer uh, with these magazines is that, yes, they matter. They shape public opinion. How is BYU being validated to a degree. right now? How are they being validated right now? Well, these magazines offer validation. The, the biggest validation the entire summer is that Taysom Hill is a top 20 Heisman candidate. That's the biggest validation. BYU fits in the 30-ish range in terms of where people think they are to start the season in college football. Now, starting ranked isn't the, unranked isn't the worst thing ever. Auburn was unranked when they won the national championship with Cam Newton. So was one Brigham Young University mm. in 1984. I, I'm not saying BYU is going to win the national title, but you can climb up to a respectable spot as an unranked to start. If BYU, and I've seen two of the three magazines, one, they're 35. I think that's Athlon. They're 32 in Lindy's. Uh, preseason publication that just came out. So Who is Lindy's? I don't, Lindy, I don't even care. Just feed me college football, I don't football, care, man. but it's awesome reading. Yeah. Yes. Top 35 team in two of the three magazines. The Sporting News only did the top 25. So right now, BYU Losers, is just 25? Come on. Rank all 128, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> Look, BYU is just outside the top 25. This is good for BYU because, like you said, it shapes opinion. And whether you want to believe it or not, people that matter within college football are reading and looking at these things. There's a consensus. There's not going to be a huge difference of opinion on BYU among all the top guys. Like, they're going to be right around the 30 range. Yeah. Last year was fun because you saw Cody Hoffman and Kyle Van Noy on these preseason lists for different awards, not to mention All-American teams. Kyle Van Oy was first-team All-American with some people. Hoffman, second-team with a lot Did of people. Did that not make you more excited about the prospect of yeah. 2013 college football? Yes. And now Taysom Hill uh, this year. It's Taysom Hill in the Heisman watch list. Jamal Williams is not being discussed as one of the top running backs in the country, by the way, which I don't think is fair. If Taysom Hill did not run for so many yards last year, Jamal would have more hype himself. 
but BYU being considered one of the better you know rushing offenses in the country. I do like these. Uh, these matter to me. Yes, is the answer to the uh, Twitter question to me because it bridges the gap between spring football and the start of fall camp and or the season. I just need something not named baseball or Major League Soccer. To or the help, NBA Finals. Or the NBA Finals. Quickly approaching July, perhaps, which, in which the I future. Watch. Yeah, I watch that more than I do baseball and soccer. But the World Cup will be awesome. But college football gets me through the whole year. That's one of the most passionate things uh, there is you know, in America right now is college football. So for BYU to be mentioned, to see what national people think about BYU, to me, that matters. Whether you like these publications or not, it gives immediate context to the approaching season. Yes. And that's really important. It's the hype machine. Why are people so passionate about college football? Because they buy into stuff like this. I literally buy the magazine. Yeah. Sp- spend a decent coin to just read these. I like reading about the opponents, too. Some of it's BYU. It's like, you're not going to tell me a ton I don't know about BYU. The first thing you do when you see these if magazines is, where's all. BYU? What are they saying about BYU? I want to see what's said about BYU. But Maybe after it, that. Yeah, and then after that, I'm looking at Connecticut, yes. Texas, Houston, Utah State, all, Virginia. all those guys. Who's their head coach? Who's their quarterback? How many returning starters? All of that stuff. It's early insight on BYU and, more importantly, national perspective on the Cougars and their opponents. You don't know much about them? Well, you can know something about them if you get into these preseason magazines. Here's how BYU really benefits from this. Remember the Texas game last year? I remember that. The Longhorns were ranked 15th when they came into Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Overrated. Overhyped. Overrated at the beginning of 2013. Absolutely they were. So when BYU wins. BYU smoked them. That's a nice win. Immediate national attention, albeit more was on the fact that Texas got run out of the building. But BYU then was like, who's this Taysom Hill kid? And 550 rushing yards? Their defensive coordinator got fired. Okay, This created a lot of national buzz about BYU, and there's a reason that Taysom Hill is a Heisman Trophy candidate because of what he did in that game. And it was a big deal what he did in that game because Texas was hyped up in the preseason. Yeah, that helped. Like if Texas was unranked, there would not have been as big a deal about that game. But that helped. So BYU can benefit by that. Texas and Central Florida, hopefully, will be ranked when BYU plays them. Then... Those uh, wins mean more. These publications and stuff don't weigh in necessarily fully into what the preseason rankings will be, but there is a sliver of influence from these. The first snap we understand is three months away. There are those people. Doesn't matter. Let me see what's on the field. Sure. Well, great. You can wait for that. In the meantime, I'm going to read stuff and research and enjoy. What context does the season have without these? That's my question. What... What would college football matter as much without stuff like this? It would still matter, but but the hype machine builds up. Yeah, it would be very very different. Once late August hits, they become recycling material. Oh yeah, for sure. But they've done their job. And what else are you going to do until August 29th? Countdown to Connecticut. Ninety-four days. It's getting real now, isn't it? It is. Ninety-four. We're under one hundred. Blaine Fowler joined us last week. He's like, now that we're, we're into double digits, I can, I can start to buy into it. <laughs> Join us. Yes. 238 to 94. Absolutely. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat for other trending topics. How about Taylor Sander? Mr. Sander. World League. So the countries play each other. USA played in Bulgaria. 
Taylor Sander, two matches uh, Friday and Saturday, 25 kills, four blocks, three aces for Team USA. Started both matches. Nicely done in his World League debut. I have him Russell as Holmes, an excellent also, volleyball player. Russell Holmes also on that team, former Cougar. Okay. How about off-the-block fan choice player of the year? I, I like this. So off-the-block, our friends at off-the-block, they're doing this field of 64 players pitted against each other. One seed Taylor Sander versus Eric Zahn, number 16 seed from Limestone. Anytime so you can, can advance and stuff. Anytime yeah. you can put them into brackets, it's fantastic. Yeah. Kate Hansen, the Luge Coog, appeared on American Ninja Warrior on NBC. <laughs> we'll have more on that coming up. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, taking her awesomeness from the Luge track now to the TV screen. Our Twitter question today is, do preseason college football projections matter to you? Yes. Jeremy and I have announced a resounding yes. At Laser Sheep says, of course preseason props matter. That is the best way for a BYU team to start high enough to end high. Start 50-plus, you don't end 10-plus. Yeah, there's something to it's that. It's a good point. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's all about where you start the season. Up next, David Nixon, former NFL guy and linebacker, joins us. He'll give us his opinion on whether projections really matter or not. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is a Tuesday, a day after a holiday, and we're back to work. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast live on BYU TV. Football Media Day is June 23rd, Spender. Less than a month. Live on BYU TV. Join us June 23rd for a full day of awesomeness. Hashtag BYU Media Day. 27 days away from Media Day. 94 days away from BYU Connecticut in East Hartford at Rentschler Field. 94 days. Mm. And a whole lot of preseason magazines to help us get ready for the season. That's how it works. Lindy's, Athlon, still wait. Phil Still's kind of, he's kind of, he's kind of the dominant one, isn't he? Hope Sporting News isn't watching. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that Phil Steele is ranked in the top three. Our Twitter question. According to Jerem Jordan's publication. <laughs> I'm going to create my own. Okay. Create your own And ranking. a ranking system. And a Heisman Within thing. a ranking system for preseason college I'm football gonna, magazines? I'm going to do, do a Heisman equivalent ranking thing of kickers. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the foremost opinion on place kickers and punters. You will be the kicker pundit. Not the Heisman pundit. And then a no, ran- the Lou Groza pundit. There you go. Yeah, yes, there you go. Yes. Okay. This sounds terrible. It's been determined. <laughs> Our Twitter question today is, do preseason college football projections matter to you? Why or why not? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We bring in our first guest, David Nixon, former NFL guy, BYU TV analyst, and a BYU football great. David, let's start with things that matter most. Jerem's mustache. Have you seen it in the past two weeks? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate Jerem Jordan's mustache? Yes, I've seen it, and it is hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I didn't learn anything with that comment. I already knew that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I respect the hustle with the mustache hustle, but yeah, something's got, you got to put some Rogaine or something on it. You got to get some more hair growth in there, it's, Jerem. It's fake hustle. David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation. We're obviously talking a lot about preseason projections and the hype machine that goes into it. David, to you, why or why not are preseason projections in college football an important thing? Look, I think they are an important thing for for various reasons. One, 
So players, it's something fun to look at. Obviously, um, this is you know you're, wait, you're wait, summertime. Wait, wait, wait! You're saying players read this stuff? I thought they ignored the media, David. No. Well, I'm about to get to my next point, which is about the coaches. But <laughs> as far as players go, of course we look at it. And, you know, especially <gasps> during the summertime when they all start to come out, this is something that uh, players, you know, summertime can get kind of dull. Now they're on their own training, and they get these polls coming out saying, look, you're top 30, top 25, whatever it may be. And it adds a little more fuel to the fire for them to go out there and work harder and, you know, be, come together as a unit. And, um, and so for players, there's no question it's big time. And even the coaches, I guarantee you, um, as much as they try to play it off, it is important to them. In fact, I remember my sophomore, junior, senior year when we were ranked at top 25, we come in on those Monday meetings and Coach Minhall would throw it up on the PowerPoint. Up in our team meeting, he'd throw, he'd throw it up there and address it. Interesting. And, huh. It, it is. It's funny because coaches, you know, they always say, well, it's all about the next game. We don't, you know, we don't pay attention to rankings. We just try to work on our game, on ourselves. <laughs> it's laughable. It is. But, it, but I guarantee you in their more early Monday morning meeting, they're talking about it. And then later that day when we meet as a team, he would show it each week to show, to show us, look, we're climbing the poles. This is what we set out to accomplish. We want to go undefeated, whatever it may be. Um, you know, back in my day, it was the BCS stuff, so – it was important to be in the top 16, top 14 in the country. And so uh, no doubt that it, it plays an important part with both coaches and players. Interesting. David Nix is, in, is on BYU Sports Nation. How much did that play into your mentality, maybe confidence uh, validated by something like that, or the desire to improve on that? No, it really does. I mean, we, I remember when we were ranked top 25, shoot, all my, my last three years. Uh, when you walk into a stadium and you're ranked 16th, 17th, and you're playing a you know, an Air Force or, or somebody that's not ranked. I mean, you had that extra swagger walking in and saying, look, we're, we're the big dogs. I mean, we're in the top 25, you know. And, and so no, no doubt it adds a little bit of confidence to the team. And uh, once again, it validates the hard work that you put in. And it, it validates all those long summer workouts, um, all that, that time you put into to film, all those extra hours you, you organized, meetings with just the players, um, time they took out of possibly vacations, whatever it may be. It just goes towards validating all that hard work. David Nixon, former NFL player and BYU great on BYU Sports Nation. Do you view these projections and preseason rankings any differently now as primarily an analyst as compared to when you were a player? You know, not really. Probably because, I, I mean, I, I'm still somewhat close removed from the program. But, um, you know, I, I think as, a, as an analyst, as a fan, um, but also as a player, once again, you realize how important they are. And this is something that you, BYU as a fan and as a player, you want some national recognition. And, and what, you work so hard for that. Typically it takes a while for BYU to get that national recognition. Uh, most times we are underranked, I think, and we have to go out there and fight for it and, and, and prove to the national media that we deserve to be in the top 25. And so preseason to be in the mix uh, around that top 25 uh, range, it once again kind of gives some validity and, and it boosts your confidence to know that, look, we're in that talk. If we go out there and handle business, uh, you know, first, second, third weeks, we could be there in that top 25. And, uh, and once again, you just keep rolling. And, and it's unfortunate that college football has kind of come to this, that it, it really is based on these rankings. I mean, with the BCS system, that's how it was. And even now with the playoff system, you've got this panel of, of supposed pros, uh, of, of uh, yeah, people who know what they're talking about, experts. Um, you've got to suppose a panel that, that I guarantee you that they're paying attention solely to all these rankings. And so it really does play a huge part, a huge role in college football. 
And uh, for that reason, it, it's good to be you know at the forefront of it when the season begins, and then of course, hopefully, to try to ride that wave throughout the season. It, it's no question that when you look at these preseason publications. Your brother-in-law, Taysom Hill, is at the forefront of everything BYU. He's a Heisman Trophy candidate. Regional cover, inset, yeah. you know, feature on sporting news, stuff like that. He's the hot topic for BYU in their preseason hype and publications. How does Taysom not pay attention to that stuff? Yeah, I, I, I think he's obviously very aware of it. Um, but one thing I've always been impressed with Taysom, and, and especially you know him obviously more now that his family is how level-headed he is. I mean, I, he understands that. Look, these are just publication. There's a lot of hard work that has to go into it. But he also understands. Look, this is a great platform for me to kind of get our team out there um, to get some, you know, some recognition. Um, but uh, he, he's he's a smart kid. He understands that it's going to take hard work to to accomplish the goals they've got set. But uh, there's no doubt that with him being the position he's in, it's going to give BYU a little more boost in the polls and uh, help him out a little bit. But, um, you know, he understands the work's got to be put in, and, and uh, that all starts here in 94 days. How does this stuff affect him? You said he's level-headed, but how, how does it affect him either way? You know, I haven't noticed much of a difference. Um, I know when he got invited to that Peyton Manning uh, passing camp, he was really excited about it. and It was something that he thought was, you know, a great opportunity. But to show you how level-headed he is, he was, he, we talked about it for a little while, and, he said for, for a while there, he kind of was questioning whether he should go or not because it meant that he was going to have to leave his team for three or four days. Hmm. Um, and, and, you know, during those summer workouts, during the, the month when he leaves, those are some crucial times and, and that's, uh, those are some crucial hours that he won't get back with his team. But he felt in the end it would be the best to go out there and get coached by obviously some of the best pros in the game and uh, be able to apply some of those techniques, you know, to the team and hopefully help them out. But, once again, he kind of struggled with it because he said, look, I'm going to be away from the team for three or four days. And he addressed them and explained to him his thoughts and, and why he was taking off. And, uh, you know, I, I think they're all in accordance with it. But, uh, once again, he was kind of conflicted because he is a team player. And a reminder to people, the camp is July 10th through the 13th, Manning Passing Camp. David Nixon yeah, so on BYU right Sports there. Nation. Okay, l- let me ask you this. As, as a teammate uh, – when, when you look at guys, well, you played with John Beck, and, and he took a lot of the preseason hype. So his teammates now view Taysom Hill getting all this attention and whatnot. What does that do to a team, if anything at all, when they have a quote-unquote star player taking the majority of this national attention? Well, I think it's, I think it's only positive. Uh, you know, I look at when I was a defense player, like you said, John Beck and then Max Hall got a lot of recognition too. And um, I think it only gives the defensive guys more confidence to look our offensive guys will take care of the ball, and they're going to get the job done because they've got a great leader at the helm um, and a great athlete uh, in this particular sense with, with Taysom. Um, and then his, his players around them, their confidence you know, rises for the fact that they know they have a stud throwing them the ball and, and, and kind of leading that offense too. So I think it only helps the players. And as far as recognition goes, I know some people get jealous maybe because of whatever the, the quarterback gets more attention, whatever it may be. But here at BYU, it's pretty standard to know that the quarterback's going to be the guy um, here at BYU, and, and uh, it is what it is. But honestly, uh, everyone gets tons of recognition when everyone's winning. So that's what everyone's goal should be, first and foremost. Um, but, uh, you know, you, whenever you have a guy like Taysom that's, that's getting on the covers of magazines, things like that, it can only help the other players. David Nixon is on BYU Sports Nation. David, in this era of Twitter and social media, 
It's a little different than maybe even when you played, which, which was just a few years ago, where now people can know information, you know, any second. Something said, it spreads like wildfire among Cougar fans. How quickly does that spread into the locker room, whether it be positive or negative, for BYU fans, a la some announcement regarding the ACC or SEC or Taysom Hill recognized in something? I mean, I think it spreads instantly. Right? Those guys are going to hear it, and they're going to talk about it when they get into the locker room. Um, you know, and, and believe it or not, Taysom, guys like that, they, they read about those tweets that are tweeted at them. I remember Taysom saying after the Virginia game, he had some guys talking trash, saying he, they wish he would you know, tear his other knee or something like that. I mean, they're just terrible stuff that was said to him. And so it goes to show you they actually read this stuff um, and, and they're aware of it. But uh, it, it's all about just kind of managing all, the, all those, those uh, tweets, I guess you would say, or whatever the social media is, because you do have a lot of people that are uninformed, uh, a lot of people that aren't, really don't know the game of football itself kind of tweeting and, and making rash comments. So uh, as a player, you have to uh, kind of harness that and, and, and understand it is what it is. Uh, but they, they all have access to – you know, all the ESPN guys, and, and they read exactly what's being tweeted out there. What we see is exactly what they see. So, once again, you have to realize that, that it, it really is within that locker room, that it's between you and your teammates. If you got to take care of business, then uh, the rest will be kind of handled. So, you just kind of have to brush to the side. But at the same time, uh, you know, they're, they're reading what we're reading, and uh, it can affect them, but you got to let it go. David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation. There's this side topic that Bronco Mendenhall has brought up a few times uh, when you talk about preseason stuff and, and hype where he's like, you know what, I don't even think any team should be ranked until week number seven. Is that just a coach thing, or, or do you buy into that as a player too? Like, hey, let us, let us play football for six weeks, and then let's reassess everything and re-rank. What do you think about that? I actually kind of agree on that one. I, I think preseason rankings are just basically basing them off the returning seniors, right? Um, you're looking back on who's returning. You don't really take into account, I think, a lot of other things that probably should be taken into account. Um, you have a lot of incoming freshmen that people aren't quite sure if they'll be able to contribute or not. So I, I would agree. Maybe not week six. Maybe give it you know, week three or four. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe delaying a little bit would help for the fact that you have teams that are way overrated or underrated. And, and, you know, you look at BYU, if you're underrated, it can take you a while to crack that top 25 because you may have some teams that are overrated in there. But if you wait to wait three or four, you're going to look at those win-loss columns and, you know, be able to easily decide where everyone should be. But I, I think for fans, it's fun to, to have these preseason rankings for, for topics and conversations just like we're having right now. And, uh, and also just to have something to uh, look forward to. And, and once again, I think for players, it's fun to have – in the summertime, that it's something they can work towards. They, they know that, look, we're at 23rd, 24th. Um, we got to move up from here, and, and they work towards that. So um, I think it could go either way for sure. And the college football playoff committee uh, will start uh, a pulse October 28th. So they're essentially going to do this. They're going to wait uh, until the end of October. So that's after week, what, like seven? Yeah. Six or seven? Halfway through the season. So that's essentially going to happen. Hey, David, great to have you with us. Thanks for your opinions on uh, preseason stuff and, more importantly, on Jerem Jordan's mustache. <laughs> Anytime, guys. All Thanks, right, David. We'll talk to you soon. Up next, breaking down BYU football by some of those specific numbers in the preseason publications. Where do they rank? Where does Taysom Hill sit among the elite quarterbacks of the nation? Some interesting banter coming up. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation, simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. (laughs) 
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic B to the Y to the U products. Spencer Linton and Jaron Jordan live from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow our individual accounts at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jaron Jordan. Hey, log on to BYUTVSports.com in addition to reading these preseason uh, hype magazines that I love. Uh, today, for the latest in BYU Sports news, articles, highlights, interviews, as well as access to hundreds of games in the film room, go to BYUTVSports.com today. Hey, remember how you said we were talking about your mustache too much? Yeah. Yeah, well, we're not, because Riley Creer at Thug, Free Willy, says oh, this. Oh, I read it already. The predictions don't matter to me, but Jerem Jordan's Pedro stash certainly does. Hashtag Viva the Stash. Vote for Pedro. <laughs> Uh, something else I read related to BYU football <laughs> over the weekend. Change the subject. I read uh, What It Means to Be a Cougar by Great Duff stuff. Tittle. I Great finally stuff, read yeah. that all the way through. Fantastic read. BYU fan, every passionate BYU football fan needs to read that book. So good. Some really, really insider stories. Things that there's, there's no way you would know unless you read it. Yeah. Like, like, you know that Rob Morris has a good personality, but like what he says in there is fun. So go, go in there and read it. What it means to be a cougar. Recapping some of our top headlines, we just talked to David Nixon, and the, and the thing that, that stood out to me was the coaches and players may be paying attention to things more than we think. They're it, seeing what we see. That's what David said. And they, 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 but they play what it we off read. as, well, we're not, we're, we're not listening to it. We're, they not, do. we're not buying into it. But really, they're we're single-minded. They're still hearing it all. Yeah, of course they are. L- listen, they don't give in to the hype like we do. They need to stay level-headed and go execute the game plan and what other other phrase you want to throw out there. They're seeing these things. Listen, David Nixon said when we'd play an unranked team and we were ranked, we had swagger. Of course you should. Yeah. You should. You should be confident because people think you're good. As an independent, BYU is probably more aware of the rankings because how else are you relevant? They don't have, yeah, don't knock the uh, basketball step, close. by the way. That was close. The, yeah, you don't have the context of a preseason conference ranking. The preseason coaches poll, and then everyone's like, well, we don't pay much attention to that. You were in last place. Of course you weren't. Well, we're the preseason champs. Well, we don't, we don't pay much attention to that. But if you're, then if you overcome that, you use that as leverage. I mean, people use it for different meanings. But that BYU sees what we see, I mean, that's refreshing. I, I felt that way before, but to hear David say that, it's like, yeah, they're seeing what's happening. And the rankings matter that much more because they're independent. They yes, just, yes. <laughs> well, there's no other context to BYU season. Regular context. If you're not in the top 25, let's, let's talk about Athlon Sports. If you're not in the Athlon Sports preseason top 25. And this is one of the f- four major magazines. How close are you? Oh, believe me, it still matters. You, I, I was at, in the grocery store last night getting some orange juice at like 1130, and I saw one of the publications, Lindy's, yeah. and the first thing I did was, where do they have BYU? Where's BYU? Where do they fall? What are they saying about Taysom Hill? What are they saying about the Cougars? Okay, Lindy's has BYU at number 32 overall, so seven spots outside of the top 25. They have Taysom Hill as the seventh-best quarterback in the entire country entering the college football season. That's high. That's saying top something. Top 10? Wow. A top 10 quarterback, number seven. Yeah, Sporting News naming him number 15 overall player. Wow. Uh, so Athlon has BYU at number 35. Okay. I think this is a good spot to be in for BYU. You don't des- BYU doesn't deserve a preseason ranking coming off an eight-win season, losing Van Noy and Hoffman. No way. No way. So 35 is a decent spot for BYU to be in, returning a lot of guys on offense, uh, the, like the whole line, your quarterback, your running back. Uh, this is good because if BYU beats Connecticut, beats Texas, 
probably on uh, probably ranked after those two games. I do not see envision a scenario where BYU is unranked if they start the season two and zero because. This would suggest that they are just outside the top 25. They're going to so be they're one of those votes, 15 teams yeah. receiving one or two votes. That, that's what's going to happen. So yeah. they're in a good position to get ranked if you win early. They have the number 18 quarterback unit, according to Athlon Sports, and that deals primarily. <laughs> and Taysom's 19 with the Heisman. Yeah, so. But that includes all positions. Right. That, yeah. Uh, interesting. Athlon, do you know any of the backup quarterbacks? Yeah. <laughs> Taysom Hill, number 19 in the Heisman. Uh, watch list there. Th- this was interesting, too. Nick Kurtz, number 40 among J.C. transfers. All junior college transfers. Yeah. I actually thought he was hired when BYU signed him. It, it felt like he was a top 20. Well, look who was guy. offering him. I mean, the, the And that's the only context with recruiting that you can gauge. Yes, they're the stars. They just vary so much. And BYU's never had success with, like, a five-star guy, right? BYU rarely gets them. And, if, and then if they come, they transfer. Does all ben of this- Olsen. Does Jay all keeps. this ultimately matter? Mm. But it sure makes it fun it to talk about. It just makes it interesting. Yes. Yeah. Context. It doesn't matter? Yes, it does. We're talking about it. <laughs> so it matters. Here's the head scratcher from Athlon Sports. Bowl opponent projection. Uh, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you this much. Their mascot is the Pirates. Huh? East Carolina. Yeah. Hey, a 10-win team from Conference USA. They can come into the AAC and... Uh, Maybe finish up high. And as we've learned on this program from Mike Oresco, the American Athletic Conference Commissioner, and Carlos Padilla, the Miami Beach Bowl Executive Director, it kind of depends on how BYU season goes. Like if BYU gets nine-plus wins, I think they get the top uh, one or two teams out of the American. That flexibility is awesome, by the way. That is nice. Not to be locked in. I mean, the Vegas Bowl, you kind of knew, okay, we're going to get a team in the dumps from the Pac-10. Yeah. It's like, doesn't matter. Right, if BYU right, right. has a great season, we're going to pit them against a really solid team from our conference. It, it's, it's all dependent like, on what like BYU does. Yeah, it could be terrible. <laughs> like if BYU is 8-4 and four and they're playing 6-6 six and six, Tulane. Two, like, Tulane. <laughs> Woo! Uh, okay. Yeah. At least or, we're going to Miami. Or what if East Carolina is 11-1 and one and had a nice non-conference win against somebody? Or and they're ranked. I don't know. That's not the sexiest thing to me. I'd rather have Cincinnati. Among all the teams. Would you rather have a ranked East Carolina or an unranked Cincinnati? Oh, ranked team. Yeah, yes. ranked team. So you, rank, yeah. you want to play a ranked team. I'd rather be BYU be ranked if we're talking about that. But yeah. Why not? That, that would be really interesting. The inaugural What do you Miami mean? Beach Wouldn't bowl? you rather play at a New Year's Bowl? Spencer? Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we're discussing. I did it again. Whenever we quote someone that we think is silly or irrational, we get, have some weird uh, voice. J- Jerob, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. You don't about. know what you're talking about. It's like, why? Don't these people speak normally? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Who, does, who decided that that was going to be it, the status it, quo? It's just an attempt to make that person sound dumber than you're trying to make them already sound because they don't agree with you necessarily. We just talked to David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation. He is the brother-in-law of Taysom Hill. Taysom Mary Taysom David's Hill analyst. Yes. He, so he, he is our Taysom Hill insider. And it's nice to hear a guy like that who spends a lot of time with Taysom and who you better believe is talking football on a regular basis with Taysom say he's level-headed. And that he questioned initially whether he should go to the Manning passing Said camp. he was really excited but was like, Because oh, he was going to leave his teammates for a couple of days. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I, I that lo- says a lot to me. Yes. Taysom realizes that he's the guy. Is there, there's no question. Taysom Hill is the guy to lead BYU. Defensively, it's going to be someone else, right? But Taysom Hill's the leader of this team. BYU will be as good as Taysom Hill can throw. 
It's the, that's, that's how it's going to be. There are other things that go into that. The offensive line play. How good can Jamal continue to get? Will these transfers uh, produce a receiver? Will Mitch Matthews get better? Can the O-line be better? There's so many questions. Will the defense reload? But Taysom Hill is the man in 2014 for BYU football. Do you know what's so fantastic about all of these questions? We get answers to them 94 days from now. Like, the answers are there. It is right. so they, much fun to They're be- not in these magazines. Oh. But, but the conversation continues. I like reading about other teams, too. Honestly, I just what do people think of Brett Hundley? To Todd Gurley at Georgia, the running back. Yeah, I mean, Hundley, who, the UCLA like, quarterback. Like, like who's, who's who and what are they doing and what's going on? Where will BYU fit into this? So that now is like the research time so that when the season starts, it's going. You're seeing where BYU fits in. You're seeing the national landscape and hopefully where BYU actually ends up. Maybe you don't buy into it. Maybe you don't care. Like, if you don't read the preseason magazines, I don't care. But you, if you're a BYU football Jaren fan. just thinks you're, you're not a true college pay, football fan. You're paying attention, though. <laughs> you don't need to read whole magazines, per se. But you, you're keeping up on what's going on. You're paying attention to what's trending. You're watching this show. We're trying to feed you what's going on with BYU. Okay, so the question today is. I feel like I'm tr- yelling. Uh, no, you're not yelling. You're just talking with uh, energy. We'll leave it at that. Do preseason college football projections matter to you? Why or why not? Yes. Let's hit up the Twitter machine. At Crazy Coog Fanatic, only if my team is included in favorable light. Otherwise, I think they are a bunch of malarkey. Hey, that's so, a bunch of so malarkey! Does, does, yeah. do, are they included in favorable light right now, then? I, I, I think they are. Yeah, I, I Coming don't off li- an 8-5 season, I think BYU is in a very favorable position. Yes, because they return their starting quarterback. That's how it works. It's, it all depends on the quarterback, man. Uh, let's see. At Tan Sperry. Yes, preseason hype, or lack thereof, makes... It's exciting. It's fun to see teams live up to the hype or surprise everyone. We made a point earlier in the show. Texas, overhyped, overrated. You can overhype yourself. But Quest because, for perfection, 08. Because they were ranked number 15 in the country, they were coming off a dominating win in their season opener, and they got blown out by BYU, a team that had just lost to Virginia. Because of all of these projections and predictions and early rankings, BYU was then cast into the national limelight. I want Texas and Central Florida to be overhyped and then for BYU to win that game and say they beat two ranked teams. That helps because then that season or that next week, go up in the rankings. Up next, how is BYU football in a college football perspective compared to U.S. soccer? Yeah, believe it. We play big deal, no deal on BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing for your business needs. BYU Sports Nation is on demand, people. Video is on BYUtv.org slash DVR. Audio is on BYUsportsNation.com. You want it now? Fine. Go and get it. It's always there. Fine! You know know what I want to do right now? Eat a sandwich. Big deal. That's right. Big deal. No Deal, national processing sponsorship of Big Deal, No Deal, is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. And no, we're not talking about pickles. Okay, let's go number one. Hmm? Big Deal, No Deal, ESPN's way too early bowl projection. BYU is playing Cincinnati or Tulane in the Miami Beach Bowl. Uh, If they're playing Cincinnati, this is a big deal for a good reason. If they're playing Tulane, it's a big deal for a very bad reason. Cincinnati is a good, notable program. They're a team 
that the national, I mean, from my perspective, and I, and I see Cincinnati from a distance is, oh yeah, they went to a BCS from game. A distance. They they win double digit games. Like they they have a respectable program. They play on ESPN. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take that. I don't want to play Tulane though. Are you kidding me? Oh heck no, dude. So this is a big deal for both teams for very different reasons. No deal. Just preseason projections. Although I love them and eat them up, I don't take that overly seriously, especially with a bowl projection, because that changes so much later. I would love Cincinnati. I want BYU to play Cincinnati in the bowl game. I think that's probably the best matchup, considering you don't want to repeat. Tulane? Ah! Please no. I know it's early, but we're just saying if this happened, would it be a big deal or no deal? If? Sure, yes. Big. <laughs> Number two. Big deal, no deal. Daniel Sorensen gets two picks this weekend. Jeez, oh, yeah. Big deal. The BYU Sports Nation karma has continued with Danny Sorensen into Chiefs rookie camp. Two interceptions. And whether you want to believe it or not and say, well, what, what does it really mean it's a rookie camp? I have been around the Chargers. I have covered the San Diego Chargers up close. San Diego Super Chargers. Yes. Listen, I've covered the Chargers up close. Every little detail matters when these coaches are evaluating the players. Daniel Sorensen, the fact that he's with the Chiefs on a team that cares a lot about special teams and he's making an impact even at the rookie level as a safety, this is a big deal for him. No deal. Oh, come no on. No deal. Come on. It's pr- no deal for you. Come on. It's practice. We talk about practice. Oh, you say practice doesn't matter? Made, so practice doesn't matter? He made two picks in practice. Jerem thinks practice doesn't matter. Who knows that this – was this a tip <laughs> drill? Was it? No, I'm glad that he got two interceptions. That – Made some noise or whatever. Does this mean he's going to make the 53? I can tell you right now this was... It's a a positive thing, but it's not a big deal. Can he continue to do that? Then that's a big deal to me. Impact? It was two picks in practice. Two. In the same one. Wow, two. If if Robertson Daniel made two picks in practice, are you like, oh my gosh. No, but we're talking about it in fall camp. If Robertson Daniel made two interceptions, every beat writer is writing about Robertson Daniel. And it's silly. (laughs) Here's the voice again. Two picks in practice. Love you, Daniel. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Colin Coward says American soccer is the equivalent of BYU in college football. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's... That's hilarious. What's so I sad about it. this is it's kind of spot on. Oh, yeah. It, it's so spot on. Look, American yeah, soccer has they have BYU. the potential in the World Cup to make a special run. In 2002, they went all the way to the quarterfinals. They got jobbed against Germany on a terrible call and lost one nothing. They were this close to going to the semifinals at the World Cup. Okay? BYU has that chance to have a special season. But, look, they're, BYU, they're not France. They're not... They're not Holland. They're not Brazil. They don't. They don't have that long history. Argentina, They're not Germany, Alabama, yeah. or Auburn, or Georgia. They're not. But I just think it's a spot on. So for me, Colin Coward saying even saying BYU is a big deal. No, I think that's a big deal just because he said the word BYU, and it wasn't in a negative light per se. No. But, but sort of. I think that the U.S. thinks that they're better than they are. <laughs> in the in the scope of <laughs> world soccer, uh, I I also think that the U.S. thinks that they're going to win a World Cup at some point in the future. BYU would like to at least compete in the college football playoff at yes. some point in the future, right? Uh, that's hilarious, though, because I think it's spot on. Yes, they're fourteen. <laughs> the U.S. soccer right now, like like good but not great, can sneak up on you and uh, you know beat a good team every now and then, a la Spain and Brazil in the Confederation Cup oh nine. Uh, but yeah, BYU in college football, I think that's right on. They're 14th in the FIFA rankings right now. Would you love to be 14th in the college football rankings? I have not picked up my World Cup pre, pre-World Cup magazine. 
to see where the U.S. fits in. We I have need, not picked it up. We need projections. And why was Landon Donovan left out? Which is crock. Anyway. <laughs> number that's four. An, that's yeah. all the soccer for this segment. Yes. The three minutes is up. Number four. Like soccer. Big deal, no deal. Taylor Sander, World League debut for Team USA. This is a really big deal because we gave Taylor Sander BYU Sports Nation karma before he went off into the foreign lands. I didn't know this. I gave it you to did you. You did on Twitter? You were on vacation. I sent Taylor BYU Sports Nation karma on Twitter, and he favorited it. And so that's why he's playing well. I don't know how I feel about there that. There was a reception on his involved. end. He received it with a favorite on Twitter, and that's why he's playing well. But also, he, he's a really good volleyball player. But he didn't retweet it. Let's get to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Not the ultimate validation. I like it, but I don't love it. 25. <laughs> Taylor Sander has tw- had 25 kills in his World League debut. 25 in two matches. 15 in a five-set comeback a win against start. Bulgaria. And then 10. World League, like, he's played with Team USA before. But for him to start in World League matches, this is a big deal. If I buried that till now. Big deal for Taylor Sander to be there. Number five. Big deal, no deal. The Luge Coog, Kate Hansen on American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, Luge Coog, back (laughs) on the TV. This is a big deal because it's more more publicity for a BYU student and a girl that's bringing a lot of positive light uh, to not only um, the American Lugers, but to BYU students everywhere. This is a big deal because she's a notable BYU figure. It's a big deal because she's changing the paradigm of dancing among in the Mormon culture. <laughs> she has shattered expectation like Stan Ellsworth has for Mormon dudes riding Harleys with the beard and all that gear. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop. Yeah, it was awesome. She got out. She was eliminated in the third stage, unfortunately. But for her to represent in that way is nice. American Ninja Warrior. Let's take a ride. <laughs> oh, that's not that? Oh. Do preseason college football projections matter to you? Why or why not? Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. I like Ninja Warrior better. Just the, the one that they dub over. Ninja Warrior? Yeah. yeah On a good G4 point. or whatever back in the day. I watched <laughs> that as a sophomore. It was awesome. We're back. No, we're not. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, simulcast on BYU TV and on BYU Radio. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, I just laughed at your mustache because I'm focusing on it again. <laughs> What's up, man? I love, I love just the stare down. I'm in your head, Warder. Yeah, I'm in your head. You know what time it is, dude? It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. ESPN's Brett McMurphy and Mark Schlab. Schleyback. 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 Predict BYU will play Cincinnati and Tulane. Let's see. McMurphy, Cincinnati, Schlabach, Schleyback, Tulane. In the Miami Beach Bowl this December. I'm not sure what I think about that. That is such a vast array right there. Oh, my goodness. Men's volleyball. Team USA beat Bulgaria in two matches over the long weekend in the FIVB World League play. Taylor started in both games for Team USA and had 25 kills. I was waiting for that. Taylor also had four blocks, three aces. Sander and Team USA are back at June 6th and on June 7th in Long Beach. Soccer. That was terrible English. BYU beat La- <laughs> Who wrote that? BYU beat Las Vegas 3-2, the mobsters. That's a good one. Uh, 3-2 on Saturday to improve to 4-0 in Premier Development League play and 9-0 overall this season. Nicely Chris, done. Chris Watkins is uh, 
He is taking the BYU Sports Nation karma and living it out to the fullest. Yes, he is. As the head coach. They're playing really well. They played a lot of home games. Uh, the Cougars play at FC Tucson this Thursday. So they go on the road. Now time to prove it and do it on the road. But 9-0 this season. That's fantastic. Well done. Who gets our rise and shout today? Who does? Daniel Sorensen for his yes, two interceptions. two interceptions, says the guy. He it, it doesn't really matter. I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, I th- like- Listen, that's just what Daniel does, man. He gets picks. Okay, so that that's why it's not a big deal because he's a good player and he just makes plays. It's pra- it's, it's practice stats. Stop it. Wake up <laughs> and stop it. It's a it matters it matters to Daniel and everybody around yeah, him yeah. and no, the Chiefs he because needs to, yes. he needs to he needs to do this consistently to make the team. One time a dude has two picks. That's what I'm saying. If yeah, continue to do that. He's a good player. Keep he'll show doing that. It. Keep doing it. And he'll show that. Our Twitter question today is, do preseason college football projections matter to you? Why or why not? Time to read some tweets. you got tweets. At Tana Chris. The only reason it matters to me is because the higher you start, the higher you can end up. Yes. And that's been mentioned yes. a couple of times. It helps. Like, BYU is outside the, the Power Five, and so for them to be on the fringe would be good because then they can let's – let's just say if they went undefeated – they could get into the college if football If BYU playoff. finishes in the top 15, If they Jaren, start high enough. If they finish the season in the top 15, how much, how much more pressure do these conferences feel to be like, oh, okay. You just, you just start to add that, that pressure. That would be like, their reaction. Uh, uh, well, yeah, maybe we should take another look at BYU. Yeah. It, it all, get noticed. Just, just win. win, though. Who cares where you start in the rankings? That'd be, win. That's nice, but just win. Mm-hmm. At DKimb40. They do 100%. They give me something to do until August. Right. What would I do? Watch cooking shows? No. Or you could. Watch the World Cup, maybe. Maybe you hate soccer. I don't know. But for 94 days as a college football fan, what else are you going to do? This gives immediate context to the season. At World Trade Man, the preseason rankings matter, but they aren't the ultimate. Yeah. Or otherwise, why play the games? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, the games matter the most, for sure. Then he says, no way we shouldn't be in the top 15 now. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's too much. Uh, too much. We're BYU homers, but not that much. Thanks to our guests, David Nixon and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Two show links and much more, yo. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For the mustache man, Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. A shout-out to tight end great Chris Smith. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow. We know why.